Hello and welcome, David Baker. Welcome to the Wisdom for Life podcast. Hey, we're glad that you're listening and hey, congratulations. Welcome. Happy New Year. It is 2023. Can you believe that? No. When you get to be old like uh, I am, it's hard to believe it's still 2000 something. So it's been that for 23 years. So yeah, pretty wild. 2023, a new year. And I would like to help you to have the best year you could have. Uh, so I want to give you some things that will help you. Well, how do you know it's the best year? Let me ask you, um, how are your relationships? Um, how are your relationships? Our life, happiness, blessing, and joy is so related to how our relationships are. For instance, so how happy are you right now? One to 10, 10 means ecstatic. Boy, couldn't be any better in life. One meaning, oh, what life? I hate my life. Um, one to 10, where would that be? Okay, now take some time and go through all your relationships and judge those, 1 to 10. Spouse, how's that? 1 to 10. Parents, 1 to 10. Children, 1 to 10. Siblings, 1 to 10. Uh, friends, 1 to 10. Boss, 1 to 10. Coworkers, uh, pastor. How are those relationships? I bet if you would average out all those relationships, it'd probably be pretty close to your overall happiness. Why? Because when we... When our relationships are good, then life is good. And why? Luke chapter 12, verse 15 says, Take heed and beware of covetousness, for a man's life consisteth not in the abundance of the things which he possesseth. So if life is not in things, then what else is there? What else is there? I propose the only other thing is relationships. So if life does not consist in the abundance of the things a man possesses, then what is it? Then life is relationships. Show me someone who has good relationships, I'll show you someone who has a good life. Show me, show me someone who has bad relationships, I'll show you someone that has a bad life. J. Paul Gideon, the richest man that ever lived, said he would give every dime that he had to have one happy marriage. Wow. Wow, how come? Because relationships are so important are so important. So if you're going to have a good year, then you need to have ding, ding, ding. You need to have good relationships. Okay. So this podcast is a little bit different today. This will require homework. You don't just listen. Okay. Um, what I would encourage you to do, if you can now grab a piece of paper and pen now, or go back after listening to it and make this out, but write on a piece of paper, one to 10, your personal happiness, how you feel right now about life. And then go back and look at all those relationships and give them a one to 10. Judge those. And the ones that are bad, start working on them. The ones that are bad, start working on them. Obviously, some carry more weight. Uh, the relationship with my spouse carries more weight than my relationship with a coworker. Okay? You know, like me, I don't have to go home with you. I do have to go home with her. So that relationship is more important. It carries more weight. Um, and so it is not 100% with everyone. If the main relationships are good with um, family, then some of the other ones are not, but they're not as important, then you can still have a good life. But to be able to work on those, to work on those relationships. I'm going to give you a few points. Um, there's so much more to this and um, so much more help. But if you can understand this, the Bible has more in it of relationships between people than there are between us and God. There's one relationship, information, biblical story, proof, truth between relationship between people than there is relationships between us and God. Don't believe that? Look at the Ten Commandments. 
and Ten Commandments. Four of them are relationship between us and God. Six of them are relationship between us and people. Okay, between us and people. Honor thy father and thy mother. From there on down is our relationship with people. What's above that is our relationship with God. And so our life, there's so much that has to do with our relationship with people. Let me give you a few things uh, quickly today. Number one is make sure you're not fighting the wrong person. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. The Bible says, Ephesians 6, 12. So many times in relationships, we fight the wrong person. Who's our enemy? Devil and his imps. But the devil can get us to fight the people that are close to us, that are important to us. If the devil gets us to fight those, then he's just back and laughs. We're fighting the wrong enemy. Hey, is your spouse flesh and blood? Are your kids, your parents, your boss? Are those people flesh and blood? Okay, then we wrestle not against flesh and blood. It's the devil behind the scenes trying to stir things up to create problems. Do we ever realize that or know that? So many times we don't. Okay, so many times we don't. We're fighting the wrong enemy fighting the wrong enemy. And Satan just sits back and laughs. Number one. Number two, pride. Only by pride come to contention. Proverbs 13, 10. Anytime there is a problem in relationships, there's always pride. Yep, you're right. That person there, so proud. Guess what? Do you realize how proud it is to say how proud somebody is? A lot of pride in that statement, okay? Um, usually it's on both sides. What do you do? Humble yourself. Humble yourself. God resisteth the proud, giveth grace to the humble. Uh, be clothed with humility, the Bible says. Uh, humility is a, is a true understanding of who you are and what you are and what our job's supposed to be and to humble ourselves. Number three, serve. Serve. Serving is the greatest. Remember the disciples, okay, who's the greatest among you? Uh, he that is your servant. So Matthew 23, 11, serve other people. Don't look, them, don't look for them to serve you. How can you help somebody? In those relationships, what can you do to help those people? Then serve them, serve them. As the Bible talks about friendship, he that hath friends must what? Show himself friendly. Anyone who says, well, I just don't have any friends. There's a reason why you are not showing yourself friendly. I have too many friends. Okay, <laughs> just kidding. But well, I've got lots and lots and lots of friends. How come? Because you're friendly. He that hath friends must show himself friendly. Serve other people. Uh, don't worry about having a friend. Be a friend. You be a friend to 20 people, and guess what you're going to have? 20 friends. Serve them. How can you help them? Look at that list of relationships that you have and say, okay, how can I serve them? What can I do for them? What can I do for them? And when you do that, it's amazing how the relationship gets better, and you are greater because you're serving. Uh, number four, uh, what do you do to help those relationships? Number four, play your role. Every relationship has a role, has a responsibility. Husband has a role he's supposed to play. Wife has a role she's supposed to play. Children have a role they're supposed to play. Bosses have a role they're supposed to play. Um, employees have a role they're supposed to play. What happens when the employee tries to be the boss? What happens when the kid tries to be the parent? What happens when the wife tries to be the husband? When we don't play our role, then we are going to create so many more problems. Um, take the best play, the best musical, the best TV show, the best movie, whatever. What happens if the supporting actor wants to be the lead? Huh, not going to work well, is it? What happens if the lead won't lead and they want to be a supporting actor? It's not going to be a good show. How come? Because we're not playing our role correctly. In so many of those relationships, that's exactly what happens. The child is trying to play their lead role. No, that's not your role to play. You will be lead one day, but you're not lead now. The wife tries to play the lead. Um, according to the Bible, that's not what the Bible says. The husband is head over the wife. Um, his, her desire shall be toward her husband. So um, play your role. And when you play your role, then it works out great. It works out well. 
Uh, number five, um, big one, to forgive and to get rid of bitterness. To forgive and to get rid of bitterness. People do things to us and it hurts. And if we do not accept the grace of God, then the grace of God fails and then root of bitterness springs up. It troubles me and it defiles many people around me. Hebrews twelve fifteen talks about that. Who hurt you? Who did wrong to you? Who have you not gotten it right with? Better forgive. Or that's going to turn into bitterness. That bitterness is going to eat you up. It's going to trouble you and defile many. Okay? Forgive, forgive, forgive. Forgive for Christ's sake is what the Bible says. Well, they don't deserve forgiveness. Okay, neither do we. But God forgave us anyway. And that's what we're supposed to do. You want to have good relationships? You better forgive. You better not let bitterness creep up. If you've got bitterness with somebody, you will not have a good relationship with them. Therefore, you will not have a good life. You will not have a good life. It's really big. Uh, and the last one on this, how to have good relationships with those people. Lose your life. Lose your life. It sort of goes back to serving, but... Matthew 10, 39, he that findeth his life shall lose it. He that loseth his life for my sake shall find it. Lose your life for Christ's sake. For Christ's sake, lose it. Give it up. My life's not mine. It's not to do with my life what I want to do with my life. I give my life to Christ. It's done. It's over. That's how you live. And when you do that, guess what you find? Wow, I found my life. I found my life. It's amazing. Okay? That's what we're supposed to do. So um, that's it. Okay, those are some few things you can do. But what you ought to do is to make a study of this. Learn biblical relationships. There's so much more in the Bible. A soft answer, turn away wrath. Hmm. Uh, agree with thine adversary quickly. Huh. A gift in secret pacifieth anger. What are all those? Those are relationship issues. Those are things, biblical principles God gave us to deal with people to deal with people. And so find those, use those, apply those in your life, work on those relationships. What can you do to make this relationship better? Well, it takes two to tango. You cannot 100% fix a relationship on your own. Um, but if you fix your side of it, you're still going to be happy. They can be bitter and hateful if they want to. You fix your side. You humble yourself. You serve. You give. You go. You get rid of your forgiveness. You forgive. You get rid of your bitterness. Guess what you're going to have? You're going to still have a great life even if they haven't been willing on their side to do that. Let's say you have a strained relationship with a child. You've humbled yourself. You've apologized. You've done what you can to restore. Gift in secret. Soft answer. Agree. You're right. I didn't handle anything right. I wasn't the best parent. You've done everything on your side. Hey, whenever you want a relationship, I'll be here for you. I'm not going to push you. I'm not going to make you. But whenever you want a relationship, I'm going to be here for you. And then you go out and make other relationships and love other people and help them. Get some more kids. I'm too old to have kids. No. Teach a Sunday school class. Go, go serve on a bus route. Care about some people in, in church that and help them that can't do anything for you. And guess what you'll have? You'll have a great life because you have great relationships. And lastly, the most important person with which to have a good relationship, of course, is God. One to ten, how's your relationship with God? Hmm? Is it strained? Draw nigh to him and he will draw nigh to you. James, okay? Um, God's waiting for you to draw nigh. He's waiting for you to go to God in your closet, in the woods, somewhere quiet. Hi, God, this is me, fill in your name. And when you do that, then guess what you have? A great life, a great life, okay? That's what you have, that's what you want. Start first that relationship with God, and then from then you will have the great relationships with other people. It will spill over into that, apply those biblical principles, and you're gonna have a great life because you have great relationships. First with God, 
and then with those other people. Hey, God bless you. Let's have a great year. Have a great week. Have a great day. Let's work on those relationships to make them the best we can. God bless and have a great day.